Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm good. Good. Lots of news today. Not yeah. as much as yesterday, but... We got some news today. Um, let's start with something that's close to our hearts. Uh, Pop Warner Weekend is uh, this coming weekend. It's actually not just a weekend, it's a whole week. Uh, it's uh, from the 7th of December until the 14th. Uh, Isabel is just uh, getting herself ready. She flies out tomorrow. Uh, so it's a very busy time. Not so much in the parks. I mean, you will see a lot of cheerleaders and football players, I suppose. Uh, but if you're staying at the All-Stars and you're not with Pop Warner, good luck to you. Yes. So this is the 63rd annual uh, Pop Warner Super Bowl because they focus on the football teams. Uh, this is the 23rd year it is at Disney. It is being held at the Disney's Wide World of Sports uh, Complex. And uh, there will be 72 football teams and over 500 cheer and dance teams. Isabel happens to be uh, a coach on one of the teams from our town, so she is there uh, solo. And uh, hopefully she'll be getting over to Rise of the Resistance and uh, sending us some reports and some pictures. I know. Get it all planned out. That's right. And speaking of Rise of the Resistance, it's a very big day today. Yes. Because Rise of the Resistance opened to the public. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seemed like it was a pretty successful opening. It Well, there was, it was some downtime. It was more successful than I thought it was going to be. It was yes. a f- fairly short downtime, right? Just like about an hour and 15 minutes or so? Yeah, it was not that long. Uh, which isn't too terrible. Um, and it's getting rave reviews. People love it. I, I think it's getting much better reviews than um, Smuggler's Run. Run. I mean, when people came off of Smuggler's Run, you know, the, you could tell they had wanted to love it. You said people wouldn't give it bad reviews. Right. But you could just tell people weren't really that excited about it. Well, from what I've been reading, people are saying this is not a ride. This is an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a lot of lot of excitement surrounds this. Uh, the crowds were so big that there were no standby lines uh, for the ride today. Uh, Disney is using what they call a virtual queue. So once you are in the park and your entire party has checked in, uh, you log on uh, to get a space in a queue, um, and your queue, your boarding queue, um, uh, I, I don't know how many they did today, but I know people were in boarding queue 27. They went up to like 141, okay. and those that was the groups. There was, there was, it ended up, even though they only tried to put out as many groups as they thought they could fit in the day, uh, at the end, there was at least one group that did not get to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that was like group 141 was one of those groups that did not get to oh, go. Oh, really? Um, yes. So they, they, um, they compensated, compensated them, them nicely, though, for having missed that. They did. So if you, if you missed it due to either mechanical error from downtime or not being able to make it, uh, Disney is giving everyone an uh, ultimate fast pass for use tomorrow. And a one-day park hopper ticket. And that fast pass can actually be used on uh, Rise of the Resistance. Right. Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. And so that was only for people, though, who, who had gotten into a queue. Uh, this They had gotten into this virtual, virtual queue. They had a number. And then just, you know, they were calling these numbers in order. And it just, ne- it, they didn't get all the way to the end. So they, they put out more groups than they were actually able to accommodate. Right. And the, the nice thing about that virtual queue is it will give you an alert on the uh, My Disney Experience app of when you have to return. Uh, you have two hours from the time your alert is sounded to get back to Galaxy's Edge. Um, 
this is something you cannot do outside of the park. Like I said, you have to check into the park. You have to have tickets for that day. You have to physically be inside Hollywood Studios to uh, check in. To get into the queue. But once you have your queue number, you can leave the park. Right. Um, so, you know, you could go over to a different park. You could go back to your resort, um, whatever, just as long as you're not more than two hours away from um, from the park so that you can get back in time when right. you're when your alert comes up. And it's a very interesting caveat that they have that says it's important to note that joining a boarding group does not guarantee the ability to experience Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. Okay. So. But they still were compensating people if they didn't get to. So. Right. Correct. All right. Very good. Uh, today was also a big day because it is Walt's birthday. Uh, well, it was. it was. Now that by the time you listened to it, it was yesterday. Right. Um, but it was his 118th birthday. Yes. That would you know make, what, that's a very old man. You know what he would say if he were alive today? What? Get me out of this cryogenic chamber. <laughs> ah, not in good taste. No. No. But we know he's not really frozen. So were they doing anything special for his birthday? Um, no. They not just, really? No, they celebrated it. Just say happy birthday. There was a little posting on the, the Disney Parks blog about it and some pictures of his apartment and, and whatnot. So, uh... All right. Well, you know. happy birthday, Walt. Yeah. The um, book One Day at Disney uh, was released a few days ago, and they have uh, announced what days they're going to actually be doing some book signings by the author. Um, on December 9th, they're going to do them at Walt Disney World. Do you have the... There are a couple of different locations. I do. So author Bruce Steele and special guests. We don't know who these special guests are. Uh, from 9 to 10 a.m., they are going to be at the Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, at the Discovery Trading Company. From 1 to 3 p.m., they will be at the Magic Kingdom Park at Main Street Cinema. And from 5 to 7 p.m., they will be at Disney Springs at the Art of Disney. It's a long day. It is. And then on December 14th, they're going to go out to Disneyland. And where would they be in Disneyland? That's right. Once again, Bruce Steele and special guests. Uh, from 10 to 12 a.m., he will be at the Disney Anna Gift Shop on Main Street USA inside Disneyland Park. And then from 4 to 6 p.m., he will be at the Wonderground Gallery at in downtown Disney. Uh, the interesting thing about this book um, is it's a companion piece to the One Day at Disney show on Disney+. Plus. Um, but this book was captured, um, all of the pictures in the book were captured on a single day uh, beginning in Tokyo and following the sun around the world from Shanghai, Hong Kong, Paris, Madrid, the Bahamas, Costa Rica, and then finally the United States. That's cool. And... Uh, the show, which has debuted on Disney Plus with a feature-length uh, initial episode, will have 52 short-form episodes uh, covering the remaining profiles of people that are Disney cast members. Okay. Uh, and you know how we love litigation news. Oh, yeah. Sounds like uh, Bill Nye is finally getting a long-awaited trial. That's right. Bill Nye, the litigation guy. <laughs> um, in 2017, Bill Nye um, sued the company. Uh, or actually filed suit against the company uh, related to underpaid profits from his 1990s television show, Bill Nye the Science Guy. What channel was that? It wasn't on Disney Channel, right? Was it on ABC? Um, I, you know, I, I don't remember. Hmm. I, he, I know he did have some tie-in with Disney. So Apparently, yeah. There would be no sense in suing the them if he channel, didn't. Right? Um, so, uh, in additional to that, there was a $9 million lawsuit claiming that Disney was in breach of their fiduciary duty. That was thrown out by a judge, but the judge did let this $28 million uh, case uh, go through. Um, but it's only going to 
uh, deal with time after 2011, which is three years before Bill Nye requested an audit. Um, Disney is countering it, saying that, you know, this show is from the 90s. Why did he wait so long to, uh, uh, to file suit? Um, and that's why there was a judge involved who finally said two, two, almost two and a half years later that he could proceed forward. Yeah. All right. I looked it up. It looked like he was on PBS mostly. So I don't know where the heck uh, the whole Disney thing came from. Oh, there's oh there was Disney's Bill Nye the Science Guy. That must have been a little bit later. Okay. Uh, 1998. And yet he had the nerve to do Dancing both. with the Stars. It was both. Yeah. Right. And then sued them. Right. How oh, dare he? Terrible. Um, new uh, live action Mulan is. Do you know when that's supposed to open? Uh, March 27th of 2020. Okay. Um, in anticipation of that, they have released some new posters and a trailer. Just one new poster. Oh, okay. And one new trailer, which are both up on our Disney Drive Time Facebook page. The poster's beautiful. Yes. I really... I'm looking forward to this coming out. I think this is going to be a very good live action. There is no Mushu, though. No dragon. That's okay. Okay. We don't need silly little characters in live action stuff. I think it makes them... That takes away from them. Um, the Riviera Resort also said to open very soon. The official Riviera Resort maps have been released. That's right. Um, which is a big thing. I know some people collect them. What is the date? It's in December. December 16th. I okay, believe. yeah, it's soon. Yeah. Um, so there was a little bit of news related to the map. Um, and the map, you know, everybody who's stayed at a Disney resort is used to going to the check-in desk to getting the map, and it tells you which wing, which floor, which room you're in, and it shows you what the amenities are and where the bus stops are right. and, and whatnot. Uh, so the official map is out, um, and, it, you know, a lot of people don't use these now because uh, they've got the online check-in and the direct-to-room type of service where you yeah, don't even have to stop. you still can't find your, your room. Well, oh, you know, they're not making as many as they were. Um, the nice thing uh, is that the walking trail around Coronado uh, Springs is now a, a full loop because they took that corner. Coronado? I'm sorry. This isn't Caribbean. Coronado? The okay. Caribbean. Yeah, you have me very confused. I'm sorry. Uh, I get my C's mixed up sometimes. Um, they took that corner uh, lot Beach. and it's kind of, the, they, they closed the loop while they were doing the construction. Mm-hmm. So that will be open. Oh, that's good. Um, and uh, pretty cool. The, their parking lot's going to, I believe, is the first uh, that's being built with electrical vehicle charging stations Neat. Uh, at opening. Good. And uh, there's also some news related to Topolino's Terrace, mm-hmm. which is going to be on the 10th floor of the East Wing building. Um, and it's going to be a restaurant. And they will have a character meal there. Yes. They have, uh, what, Minnie and Mickey? Minnie and Mickey. I believe it is a character breakfast. Um, and they released uh, on Good Morning America, which did a. They are such media giants. They just they they don't even need to have like television shows. They can just do Disney stuff all the there time. There you go. Uh, but they did a walkthrough uh, and a a tour of the uh, Riviera Resort, and Mickey, Minnie, and Donald were seen. I don't know what other characters will be there, but they are where they are dressed as artists. Cute. Um, you know, French kind of Riviera artists. Mickey's got some paint splattered on his uh, frock. And he's wearing a jaunty beret. And Minnie is dressed in a, I don't know, what kind of what kind of style would you call that? Is that like a little Parisian? No, yeah, it's Parisian, definitely. And With then, a little hat. Right? Yeah, it's cute. 
And then Donald's got a beret and a little striped uh, Frenchy guy shirt with the red. Uh, oh, I see. Those scarf. aren't overalls. That's like a painter's frock. A painter's frock. frock. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said frock. I know. I heard you. Oh, and oh, Daisy and is Daisy's there too, in a little. I don't know. Daisy looks like she's dressed for the '80s. I don't right. know what's going on with Daisy. She Did doesn't it... look French. No, she looks like one of those visco things. <laughs> no, she doesn't look like a visco thing. You just want to say that, but I do. no, I she even, looks. I like... don't even know what a visco girl is. I don't know. She's in like pink and and like a light teal. She looks like right. she's. She looks uh, like she stepped out of Miami Vice. Yeah, she does. <laughs> like I expect Don Johnson to be following her somewhere. All right, um, the walkway that we've talked about so very much between the Magic Kingdom and the Contemporary. We didn't talk about it that much, I guess. Is uh, now open. It's it was an existing walkway, uh, but they had they moved it over closer to the street while they're doing some other work over right. there. While they're working on the new security checkpoint. Uh, this new concrete sidewalk, uh, side sidewalk, um, it's got concrete barriers all over this, all over it because it's uh, it's right up against the road. the road, yeah. Um, and this is just a, a temporary measure, um, and they're also going to be doing brick removal from the uh, right, brick walkway, the legacy from the right from mm-hmm. the walk around. That's uh, right. That's what they were doing. The park there. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's up. It's available to be walked in. And uh, enjoy it if you can uh, until the... It's not really... It doesn't look all that enjoyable. It's just nice that you can still walk. Until the original walkway has been ripped apart and rebuilt and the security checkpoint is done. Yes. All right. A um, Festival of the Holidays coin machine has been... What's so funny? I'm laughing because I'm looking at a picture and those concrete barriers only go up to a certain point. And then there's a yellow safety line. Don't pass this. Right, right. So stay behind the yellow safety line. Tell your two-year-old not to run into the road. Right. Uh, can we go to the sure, coin let's machine go to our now? Last story. Where is this? Uh, the oh, at, at Port of Entry in Epcot. It's a new coin machine. Now, when Tony told me about it, I said, "Oh, so a pressed penny machine?" And he said, "No, that's not what it is. This is a whole new thing. I've never seen anything like this. Um, they're laid out almost like one of those. They have them in like arcade the arcades. Games. Yeah, where it like or pushes the, coin the coins. Out. Right. It's they're like laid out like that. Um." And it, what, there are like five for... Four coins in there. How much do they cost? They are $5 each or three for $10. Uh, they're good-sized coins. They're probably, I don't know, what do you think, three, four inches across? They're like an oversized coin. Yeah. Almost the size of a medallion from like a race medal. Right. Um, and these coins are available for Festival of the Holidays. And apparently... Every festival has collectible coins, which I did not know no, about. No, I've never heard of this. Uh, so this is, there are four different options for characters and two different colors. Uh, yeah, so, there's like bronze and gold, looks right. like. So there's a Mickey. They're uh, cuter up up close. There's a Mickey in a Santa hat. There's a Minnie in a Santa hat. Uh, oh, and they're rose go- gold colored coins. They're not bronze. Oh, there's rose gold and regular gold. Uh, there is a Pluto... In gold, and then there are a Chippendale. There's a Chippendale in gold. Um, the characters and colors are not interchangeable. On the back of each coin, you will find the Festival of the Holidays logo. Uh, there is a date on the sh- there is a date on the machine, but not on the coins themselves. Um, they can be purchased with cash or a credit card, five dollars each, or bundled three for ten. If you pay with a credit card, you're forced forced into three for ten, as you cannot purchase separate coins. Now, the genius of that is, if you purchase three for ten, you're not getting all four coins. Right. So then you have to do it so again. So now you have to do it either one time again to pay five dollars, right. or get another three coins for ten dollars. Right. And now you've got two. So it's fifteen bucks coin. to get your 
fifteen dollars to get, to get, get the whole set. Them. Right. Yeah. Mm. Always finding a way to make additional revenue. Yeah, they're smart like that. Um, so it's another short show today. Uh, like I said, Isabel's leaving tomorrow for Disney World. She'll be there for the Pop Warner stuff. Um, if anyone has anything that you want for her to check out while she's down there, um, if you have any special questions about uh, Rise of the Resistance that you want her to keep be on the lookout for, she's very observant, um, let us know and we'll pass the message along and, and get back to you on what she sees. Awesome. Uh, so until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. This is the you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. I changed it up there a little.